You're in the West Coast Fog with me, Randy Greif.
Hey, you're listening to West Coast Fog. How's it going? You guys all ready for 2020? We're up here in the Bay Area this week for the holidays and all, visiting some family. We're out on Point San Pablo in Richmond. You guys ever been over here? It's a real trip. There's some refinery stuff, some tanks up on the hill and a row of boarded up houses like it was a little company town. The whole point is kind of wrapped with an old railroad track, abandoned now, covered with weeds. And there's still a lot of open space. So I'm like Chaparral. There's a little canyon that faces sort of north. with some big old oak trees in it too. Really lush, actually. There's an old warehouse here that looks like a brick castle with turrets and everything. And then looking back towards the west, you can see Mount Tam and Pilot Knob, China Camp, Mount St. Helena, more up towards the north. We're on this little nub called Orient Point. It's a nice sunny day, glassy water, almost no wind. There's these two little islands right offshore here. One's got a lighthouse and one's barren. The Brother Islands, East Brother and West Brother. Super tiny, just like a lot size. On a chart, there's a couple little rocks sticking up in the bay here but can't see them right now invincible rock is the name of one of them anyway yeah we we rode over here on our bikes crossed the richmond bridge they put a bike path in there now which is i would say wonderful but noisy little bit noisy 
So I'm with my brother right now, and he has a friend who's a tugboat captain. And he texted him from the top of the bridge, stopped to take a look. When we were coming across, and he happened to be towing a ship today in the bay. And when he was done, he came over and did some donuts under the bridge for us in his tugboat. Water was spraying up everywhere. Good show. It was a good show. But anyway, yeah, we've been listening to music on the way over. We just heard something there from Leonardo Rubinstein from Ithbanya, not California, from the old country. We heard something called Meditacion, 1987, from his cassette called Dawn Melodies, Leonardo Rubinstein, Stein, Stein, Stein. And then we heard a little something from Robert Powell, our good friend Robert Powell, from right over across the bay there in Fairfax. He did Delta Waves from the early 90s, I think. Some atmospheric slide guitar there from Robert Powell. And we started off the set with Flight of Angels from Zakiah Blackburn and Stephen Mikes, Healing Music for the Spirit. He says, Divine Spirit, may we be empty vessels that you may pour forth your joy, light, and wisdom through us in music. May we ourselves be the instruments which you play with your hands, breath, and heart. From back up in New England-ish. Zakiah Blackburn, from like about 1992. All right, so we're going to get back on our bikes and keep riding. We're going to go over this hill, pretty steep hill, past the, past the Chevron Rod and Gun Club, and up over into the San Pablo Bay Harbor, the San Pablo Bay Harbor, a little marina up over here. We haven't seen it yet, but looks cool on the map. So we're going to be playing some more music as we go. This set's going to be kind of about, well, I've been reading this book, I just finished it, called Tent Life in Siberia by George Kennan. It's about these guys that, it was in 1865, and they got sent over to, well, from San Francisco, the wharf on Howard Street, that's where they start, to Kamchatka Peninsula in Russia and Siberia to search out a route for a telegraph line. They wanted to connect the west coast of the U.S. with uh, telegraph lines existing in Russia. The big news of the day was that the transatlantic cable that they tried to lay under the Atlantic failed the first time they tried to do it. So Western Union saw the opportunity to uh, try a different route and see if they could beat them. They figured they could go across the Pacific, basically. It would go up into Siberia and across like the Bering Strait and into Alaska, down through Canada, and back to San Francisco. So I was telling my friend Key about it, and he's like, oh, you got to listen to this record, The Chant du Monde, Volume 10, Siberia, The Extreme Orient, and The Extreme North, which some of you guys know. It's like a collection of field recordings of all these different indigenous peoples of the area. There's like, there's a little diagram with line drawings of all the different instruments songs like Imitation Ritornel for Attracting Reindeer, The Waking of Nature, Song of the Bear, Flight of a Seagull Against the Wind. You know what I mean? So yeah, so we're going to play a bunch of stuff off that compilation. And then we're going to mix it in with some stuff of a little bit more modern vintage and Western origins that has maybe been influenced by this kind of music.
far east, the far, far, far east, and far, far, far north, here on West Coast Fog. Thank you. 
tuned into West Coast Fog. I'm still out here in San Pablo Point, San Francisco Bay. We made it over to the harbor here. A little marina, there's some houseboats. Some are painted up pretty snazzily. Some are just covered in wooden shingles. They have shutters, cute shutters, window boxes with geraniums. And there's sailboats too, bobbing around. There's a little valley that goes up into the hills from here and there's some sheep up here. There's some girls in rubber boots, long haired, healthy looking, pushing around manure with shovels, bushy haired guys loading stuff into the back of trucks. There's some outsider art sculptures, a giant alligator made out of fiberglass. It's kind of rainbow colored. There's a sculpture over here, the two giant black cats called the peace cats it's all happening out here definitely definitely we just heard something there from Siberia old ethnographic recordings from Siberia in honor of George Kennan's book tent life in Siberia which we talked about before we'll read you a cool passage from there in a minute but let's first hear about what we just listened to before we forget before that little piece there, we heard something from an EP from Germany, actually, early 80s, I think. Freddie Alberti, Transparents, Cello and Guitar. Seance Center had some copies of this that they dug up, which is pretty cool. I don't know if they have any left, but... And before that, well, mixed in with all the Siberian music, we heard something from Tranquil Moods, a very budget-looking New Age CD called Tranquil Moods. Shangri-La was the name of the song. It was pretty good, as you can tell. You wouldn't be able to pick it out of a lineup as like a exploito New Age song. It sounds authentic. There was a piece in there with a jaw harp with electronic drums. That was Guy Stukins from the Netherlands. That's early 80s. Super cool tape from Guy Stukins. There was a little computer music in there from Utah. Yep, the state of Utah, from Marden Pond. That's the guy's name. The album's called Castle Valley Impressions. And we heard a little song called Horizons, recorded in Greeley, Colorado, and also the College of Eastern Utah in Price, Utah. You guys ever been to Price? I have. I've spent a lot of time in Price, actually. Had to get a new alternator put in my truck. And we had to sleep on someone's lawn because they couldn't get the part that day. Who knew that Martin Pond was nearby? Maybe still playing his computer music. Anyway, it says that it's hoped that the music included in this recorded suite will serve you as a pleasant and meaningful reminder of the beauty and awe found in this geographical region. The artist attempted to capture the essence and emotion felt in Arches National Monument, Dead Horse Point State Park, Castle Valley and the San Rafael Swell. The artist spent time in numerous locales attempting to gain a feel for each place. Do you think Martin captured the feel of the San Rafael Swell? Did he nail it? 
discuss. We heard a little excerpt from a tape called Radio Iceland, personal fave, interactive flutes in that one. We've played that before. Won't be the last time. But yeah, that was pretty much it, I guess. All mixed in with some Siberian jaw harp, stringed instruments. There was like a whirling piece with someone whirling stuff around. It was like a Max Eastley kind of thing going on. And what else? Some flute. You can't throw a rock in any direction without hitting a flute player in some of these places. We didn't hear a lot of shaman music. Maybe the whirling part was, but the word shaman actually comes from Siberia. That's where it was invented. Shamanism. And Kennan talks a little bit about the shamanic practices of the people that he encounters. He travels with bands of Koraks, who have big herds of reindeer that they herd around up in the tundra up there. They make these kind of like power bars out of tallow and moss. They eat that. Kind of like a pan of brownies. They just divvy it up and eat it. And when they want to cut loose, there's some, they have some mushrooms that they eat that make them like very inebriated. They call it muckamoor. Taken in large quantities, it is a violent narcotic poison, but in small doses, it produces all the effects of alcoholic liquor. They sleep outside in freezing temperatures to keep watch over their reindeer from wolves and bears. Sometimes they find an abandoned yort they can sleep in. It's such an inhospitable environment that every day is a real struggle to survive. He quotes a little bit from this writer, W.E.H. Leckie, from a book called The History of Rationalism in Europe. Anyway, he's talking about the origins of primitive religions. And this passage kind of resonated. I'm just going to pull out my paper back here. Page 209. It says, Terror is everywhere the beginning of religion. The phenomena which impress themselves most forcibly on the mind of the savage are not those which enter manifestly into the sequence of natural laws, but those which are disastrous and apparently abnormal. Gratitude is less vivid than fear, and the smallest infraction of a natural law produces a deeper impression than the most sublime of its ordinary operations. When therefore the most startling and terrible aspects of nature are presented to his mind, when the more deadly forms of disease or natural convulsion desolate his land, the savage derives from them an intensely realized perception of a diabolical presence. In the darkness of the night, amid the yawning chasms of the wild echoes of the mountain gorge, under the blaze of the comet or the solemn gloom of the eclipse, when famine has blasted the land, when the earthquake and the pestilence have slaughtered the thousands, in every form of disease which refracts and distorts the reason, in all that is strange, portentous, and deadly, he feels and cowers before the supernatural. Completely exposed to all the influences of nature and completely ignorant of the chain of sequence that unites its various parts, he lives in continual dread of what he deems the direct and isolated acts of evil spirits. Feeling them continually near him, he will naturally endeavor to enter into communion with them. But let's uh, leave Kamchatka come back to California and finish this journey here in the San Pablo Bay at the end of Wildcat Creek. I'm going to walk out onto the jetty, see what these guys are fishing for out here. We're going to leave you with something from a cassette from a guy named Dan Myers. 
early 90s. It's a sidelong song. We're only going to hear the ending of it because we don't have enough time. Called Harmonium's Continuum here on West Coast Fog. Paka. <laughs> 